Alright, so which is which? Okay. Heads is Virginia Water. Tails is Croydon FC. Okay. You ready? Shoot. Heads it is. Heads. Virginia Water. Come on you Virginia Water! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the very first Two Boys One Cup podcast. Today Jack and I travel to the Mayfield Stadium to see the Rams take on the Mighty Timbers. Hey mate, how are you? Yeah, really good thanks mate, in a very good mood. Fantastic to hear. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in a good mood, not only because we're starting our podcast today. Of course. But also because I'm in for a run, I've been to the gym, and last night I went to the cinema with none other than you, Jack Dorn. What, what a treat, what a treat for you. What, what, did, what, what did you make of the film? Uh, I loved it. We should say it was Tarantino's new film, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I did enjoy it, it's not my favourite of his. Uh, I don't feel like I'm working on the same level as Quentin Tarantino. I think... <laughs> Me today breaking my podcast virginity is some way off uh, Tarantino on his ninth film. Yeah, he, uh, I'm sure he's making loads of references, which uh, he finds hilarious, which I'm very much lacking on. But uh, it's still, still a very enjoyable film. Uh, yeah, I'm also super excited to start our very first podcast. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We've talked about it for a while. Uh, we've had about a million ideas for podcasts. We've had a, yeah, literally. In fact, I'm going to open up the Notes app on my phone and see the other ideas we've had for podcasts. It's, so, Apples and Oranges? Yeah, so Describe I think to me what that was. Apples and Oranges was basically every week we compared things you couldn't compare. So, an apple or an orange or sort of Stalin to... Uh, Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, socialism to sort of Andy Warhol paintings and stuff yeah, like that. Perfect. I mean, they're probably quite comparable. Yeah, we try and work out which is best, basically. Um, yeah, Apples and Oranges. It still could... I mean, it's not off the table. Yeah, I mean, I suppose anyone listening could steal that idea it's not really hard. <laughs> yeah I don't know why you would here's an even better one though reviewing your friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah so every week we review one of our friends because me and Alex are very similar friends we're moving the same sort of groups um, pretty quite interesting for me and Alex and the people are friends certainly but uh, maybe not for the listeners at home yeah I, I like the idea that you come to sort of rating out of 10 by, by the end of the podcast of, oh, yeah. Tom gets a 6 out of 10 <laughs> as an overall friendship it's a good way to lose friends probably yeah well, the one genuinely serious one we had was about indie albums, wasn't it? We wanted to review an indie album every week. Um, Hot Fuzz, Jude, what else? Yeah, uh, the Arctic Monkeys, whatever people say, and that's what I'm not. We thought that'd be a good one. Uh, again, people could steal this idea, so we probably shouldn't advertise it to everyone. Um, but no one knows as much about indie music as us, so I don't know why they bother. <laughs> I, I think they probably know more about indie music than me, but you're certainly an expert. But in the end, we settled on this podcast. And what is this podcast, Alex? Yeah, so... Me and you have been thinking for a while now that we're pretty rubbish football fans. We kind of pay our Sky and BT subscriptions and generally sit at home, essentially being kept at arm's length away from the game that we love. So to get a little closer to the action, we decided to follow the entirety of the FA Cup from start to finish. We've picked a fixture uh, and we're going to start from here and follow the winning team all the way to Wembley. Yeah, it's like my dad did when he was a kid growing up. Uh, I think it's a great way for us to see all these little towns around the UK, hopefully meet some uh, interesting football fans and shake some of the Premier League shame uh, we feel as Premier League fans. I feel like we're not as close to the Football League as we could be. Uh, we're you know, sitting in our boxes, eating our prawn sandwiches, as Roy Keane would say, watching you know, Aguero and Firmino when there's, uh, there's hard-working Joes out there banging in goals for 
Virginia Water, for example. It sounded like you said Eguero. <laughs> like Eguero, yeah, of, sorry, we had eggs earlier. Egg on the mind. Chicken-based Man City striker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think most of this podcast is probably going to be just us chatting shit. Yeah, and sounds not, like it. A little bit of football will be involved as well, but it's more, for us, an opportunity to get out, as you said, and see the country, really just spend a bit more time with each other kind of thing and do something rather than just sitting at home every week and getting pissed and being hung over. Yeah, it can make us sound like we're old men. We need to get out of the house and stuff. We're, we are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a good way to break up the day. Um, and like I said, we, 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 we go away a lot. We like to travel. Good way to break up the day. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just wake up, piss myself. Just have me fish, have me rice cake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, our lives are very boring. So going to, going to a uh, non-league FA Cup Premier League round is probably the highlight of my year. I'll tell you what wasn't boring was AFC Croydon. No, it Although we accidentally keep calling them FC Croydon. Yeah, AFC Croydon Athletic at home. But we weren't supporting them. We were supporting the mighty Timbers, Virginia Water FC. Yeah, so Virginia Water, as you might have heard from the intro, was a team we picked to start with. Uh, well, I say picked. We flipped a coin and ended up with them. Um, and today we're going to talk about that, that adventure, that, that trip we had. Um, adventure? <laughs> Is that a bit of a stretch? No, no I'd say it was certainly it was a journey. Certainly. I don't want to absolutely slam Thornton Heath in this trip. But no. Well, the journey starts at the Lion-In. The Lion-In, exactly. For anyone who's not been to the Lion-In, which I assume most people have <laughs> I've not been to the small pub in Croydon. Small provincial pub there in Thornton Heath. Yeah, there's a huge, uh, frank, I don't know, almost too big cardboard cutout <laughs> of, of a lion. It's kind of thing you win. We'll get a picture of it. It's like you, when you go to Boozy Bingo. Yeah. Or the, or the Boozy Bingo. It's exactly the kind of that's thing you niche, win. That's a niche of reference, though, isn't it? Boozy Bingo's national. I've been to Boozy Bingo in Leeds. Okay, fine. So Boozy Bingo. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, well, assuming everyone knows what that is, there's a huge, yeah, it's like that. It's, a, it's a, like a big novelty thing. And it's kind of takes over the whole park. And uh, yeah, it's a bit much, but it adds to the whole vibe of the pub. I didn't, oh well, you didn't probably see because you did not got the tube, but London is, abs- I feel like, well, probably the country, but London in particular is bouncing for the football to return today. It's just, it's like, I was, look- I was making a list of the games that are on in South London earlier, and uh, let's have a look. So, obviously we're in Fontenheath, so there's a Palace game on locally, there's a game we're going to in Croydon. Um, there's also uh, Brian playing against Watford, so they're all coming through Clapham Junction, uh, where the Charlton fans uh, who are at home to Stoke, uh, Fulham, Blackburn, QPR versus Huddersfield, <coughs> and a bit further down the pyramid, it's Crawley versus Sutton. So it feels, I think it feels very much like, I know the Football League started last week, but this is the day football, this is the day football kicks off. Well, I think we've learned enough about the line in pub. Should we talk about the actual game? Yeah, well, first we probably need to get to know the club properly, Jack. Absolutely. Uh, let's start with the team we were supporting. You had uh, travelled all the way to Croydon. That's the uh, Virginia Water FC. I was known as, otherwise known as the Timbers. Sometimes the Waters, depending on which Wikipedia article you read. Uh, dressed in neon green and the goalkeeper was in a really sharp pink. Very, very loud team. The manager's a guy called Kerry Jones, who isn't the Welsh international rugby player. <laughs> Kerry Jones. Um, his, his name's spelt C-E-R-I, which is the same way my mum spells her name. So um, I don't know if... Has um, your mum managed AFC Virginia? Uh, no, sadly or? not. Uh, she did a cracking job. No, not to, not to sort of, uh, you know, slag off <laughs> Kerry, Jones. Kerry Jones himself. But uh, my mum could offer something different, I think. But your surname isn't Jones? No, my surname isn't Jones. So, it, yeah, there's no relation between this bloke and my mum. Um, that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> 
they play in the Hellenic League. They've been going since the 1920s. They actually won the Hellenic League in 2017, uh, 18 seasons. So, you know, good on lads. Well done. Uh, That's a seriously old non-league side. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, 99 years. Yeah. And this is the first time in the FA Cup in the 99 years as well, which is pretty special. It's a huge, huge moment for the club. We were following them on Twitter and they were going absolutely mad for it. They were so, so excited. Yeah, they? and rightly so. It's kind of weird that was our first sort of uh, random pick, wasn't it? Uh, good way to start the podcast, definitely. Uh, to start of this year, they went six matches without a win, which isn't great. Um, they turned it around, thankfully. Yeah. But uh, not a great way to start. Uh, home ground is a stag meadow. Uh, it sounds like something out of Game of Thrones. Sounds Stag like, Meadow, yeah. yeah it sounds like, like River Run or something. Yeah, the Battle of Stag Meadow. Where <laughs> Battle of Stag Meadow. Ned Stark got battered tomorrow. Uh, that would never happen. Unfortunately, we didn't visit Stag Meadow. We visited FC Croydon Athletic. Uh, it's quite interesting digging into their history. Uh, they were formed in 2012 by fans of Croydon Athletic, FC, who folded uh, in 2012 after re- relegation from the Isthmian League. Um, the Croydon Athletic were formed in 1986 as an amalgamation between Wandsworth FC and Norwood FC. They have a genuinely interesting history. So uh, the club folded in 2012 um, after the club's major shareholder, Mazjar Mazjar Majid, excuse my pronunciation there, (laughs) Mazjar, had been embroiled in the Pakistan match-fixing campaign. Jesus. Uh, Yeah, so I imagine that was quite a turbulent time for the club, but they've come back from it. Uh, They now play in the Southern uh, Southern Counties East League, uh, which is the ninth tier of English football, which is the same level as Virginia Water, I think. Yep, that's right. Um, and they play at the Mayfield Stadium, not quite as uh, gorgeous a name as Stag Meadow, <laughs> but the Mayfield Stadium in Thornton Heath, uh, which is in South London, and they are nicknamed the Rams. Uh, they play in Claret and Blue, West Ham and Aston Villa style, and their away kit is also yellow. Very nice. I hope they put their match fixing behind them. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's find out. Let's delve into the game and find yeah, out maybe for ourselves. The result will tell us, I think. Oh. Here he goes. Lethal number 11. Oh, he's done oh, he's way too much. Water That's really, a good really example well. of completely overplaying it. The skipper's yeah, got this. Really thing. Well. People at home, the centre back is a commanding presence at the back. Absolutely huge. He looks yeah. like he's a he's a non league slabber. It looks like when like, a year 11's playing with the United. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. He's decisively stronger than all the other players. <laughs> yeah. And actually not bad on the ball as well. Oh, ref! Uh, so tell me about Slabbed, Alex. Well, first of all, let's avoid the name Slabbed. It's both inaccurate and derogatory. <laughs> but he, he kind of did um, appeal to us as, as one of the better players on the pitch. He was the toy, tallest of Croydon centre-backs. Uh, and he, he... Stop right there, it's Virginia Waters centre-back. <laughs> Jack, you really tripped me up there. <laughs> he was the tallest of Virginia Waters centre-backs. Uh, he was an imposing figure. As a Liverpool fan, he reminded me a little bit of Virgil van Dijk. Uh, he was good on the ball, but he did have a bit of a Slabbed. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the original slabhead, Harry Maguire, is now the most expensive defender in the world. Yeah, so it's not a bad nickname, is it? No, not at all. Uh, do you know who, who coined that nickname? What, slabhead? Yeah. No, who? Jamie Vardy. <laughs> During his time at Leicester. Really? Yeah, nice little uh, little fact there. Uh, we're talking a lot about uh, Harry Maguire and Jamie Vardy. Should we talk about the actual game we saw? Sure, yeah. So we found it a little bit stodgy, didn't we? Yeah, that's a, that's a good word for it. Uh, maybe it lacked a bit of quality. Um, not much in the midfield, a lot of sort of uh, end-to-end football, uh, kind of hoofing it up either end. Uh, but that would kind of be kind of be expected in non-league football, I guess. Still, a genuinely enjoyable experience. Absolutely, it? yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a uh, raffle draw at half-time, which is a really nice kind of added to the uh, family atmosphere, and uh, felt like we were kind of part of the club itself. Uh, Alex, do you want to reveal live on air if we won the raffle? Well, 
No, we didn't. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but Next week. Glad to take part and help out the club. Um, and yeah, and then when sort of the halftime whistle blew, we were kind of headed to the clubhouse, which uh, we kind of got to see some of the players walk past us, sort of pat the back, handshakes, stuff like that. Uh, something you enjoyed, Alex? Yeah, I think the, the draw and the kind of proximity to the players is a real perk of um, football lower down the pyramid. Um, we had our first taste of non-league food. The famous non-league food. Do you want to talk through what we had? Yep. So we had Bovril, uh, which for, I mean, Alan Parcher described it as beef tea, <laughs> which I think is a perfect description of it. It was, it was beef tea, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I've never had it before. I've always imagined it to be horrible. And um, I, I imagined correctly. I really, really didn't like it. I don't know what you thought. I think I'll stick to regular tea. Although I think I preferred it a bit more than you. Yeah, I'd say that. It's a little on the salty side. Very salty, um, just pungent. It was also quite a hot day, so a bad day for a piping hot beef drink. Yeah, it was not bother weather. <laughs> no, um, maybe when we're going to games in February and January, we'll, have a, we'll enjoy it a bit more. Yeah. When we asked the woman behind the bar for it, she kind of looked at us in shock horror. She looks like no one's ever ordered it before at Croydon. Yeah, she. I'm not sure she knew what bother was. Maybe we didn't get no. the right thing. <laughs> maybe we got something horrible, something else. Yeah, she kind of spun around a bit and sort of asked her staff what was going on. Saying that, though, there was a piping hot sort of almost crate of it but next to yeah. us not a crate but like a a keg of it next yeah, to it, it, was, it was. so someone obviously prepared it that morning an urn. yeah an urn. An urn of so someone prepared it that morning so I don't know um, why she's so uh, sort of scared by it that is not a non-league image I don't know what it is exactly. an urn of Bovril yeah exactly that so into the second half and the tables did turn Alex didn't they yeah they they switched up it's fair to say I think Croydon Athletic were much the better side in the second half much to our heartbreak Corded keepers and unhinged. <laughs> he is, he's got screws. Even when they're, sort of, they're, they're very much all over the gap. the better team, but he's screaming as ever. <laughs> he's not touched the ball for half an hour. Yeah, he's, uh, and he is, he's, he's absolutely gutted. He's not calm. The team is playing. He knows this is not good enough. Yeah, he knows a, they've been frustrated by the by the water. Yeah, by the VW, the Timbers. Timbers. Um, Maybe he's come. From, maybe he's come from the championship. Maybe he's actually the most senior player. Yeah, he's, he's seen it. He's done it. All. Maybe. I mean, we know so little about these teams that maybe yeah. Croydon FC are the Salford City of this division. Yeah. And they've just been bankrolled by the whole time. Sort of like the class of '92, but sort of the Croydon like, equivalent. Yeah, the Croydon <laughs> equivalent. Mark Bright and Ian Wright. Yeah. <laughs> so the keeper for Croydon was pretty mental and pretty angry during most of the game. But he did finally cheer up, didn't he, Alex? Yeah, he did cheer up in the end because his team took the lead in what minute? Well, well, 54th minute, uh, a lad called Naim Green. Hope that's how you pronounce his name. One thing we didn't realise is that there was no clock in the stadium. So we had absolutely no idea when that game, when that goal went in. Yeah. Which meant the last half an hour was ridiculously tense because I thought they'd been scored in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So I, I thought they were clinging on. Exactly that. Yes, didn't wait to watch football. When we watch football, I suppose I'm always checking Twitter and stuff and looking at where fans' reactions and stuff. So it's different. You're completely worrying the game. And if you weren't watching the game, you had no idea what was going on, which is nice. It's good. Yeah. And I assume the keeper finished the game in equally good spirits because they got over the line at the end, didn't they, Jack? Yep, it was 1-0 at the end. Virginia Water, after that goal, kind of didn't collapse, but they certainly could get back into it. Uh, heads went down a bit. Um, so, yeah, we're now officially Alex Croydon AFC fans. Yeah, AFC Croydon Athletic. AFC Croydon Athletic. <laughs> uh, uh, how do you feel about losing? I mean, Virginia Water is our first club in this journey. Sad to see him go. I will, when we're sitting in the corporate seats of Wembley, I will look back and think it all started with... Yeah. The lime green, Virginia water, 
players. <laughs> wow, beautiful. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe we'll think we're in, we're, in, we're in that box. You know, what could have been? We could have been watching Junior Water win the FA Cup. But yeah. Instead, we're going to see AFC Croydon, Croydon win it. So yeah, exactly. That's equally as good. Uh, and AFC Croydon Athletics fixture is already preset. We know where they're going to be playing. They'll be yeah. playing at Hearn Bay in, well, I think it's in East Sussex, but people could tell me it's in Kent. Okay. So. Uh, well, there you go. Well, I know it's on the coast. We know that much. Yeah, we'll be able to get fish and chips, right? And it looks bloody lovely. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to see us beat them. And I'm excited to enjoy that little town and uh, I might smash up it and get a bit drunk. <laughs> smash it up? No, this I, is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> so of course I won't do that. I'm going to be a respectful AFC Croydon fan, um, as I always have been in the last three days or so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to the mayor of Hearn Bay, please let us still come to the game. We won't smash up your town. Yeah, well, I wear a disguise anyway, so you won't be able to catch me. Uh, one thing we did pick up after the game, so so like at halftime, we managed to uh, drop back to the clubhouse. Uh, we had a pint. We two or two or three interesting things happened after the game. Firstly, we spoke to, I keep calling him the, is he the chairman, Jack? He's the director, he's the bartender, and he also ran the raffle, so uh, call him what you want. He is the jack of all trades. Yeah, he probably has a name as well, which, <laughs> which we could have gotten. Let's but, call him Jack. Uh, yeah, let's call him Jack. Uh, it's not confusing. <laughs> Well, so Jack from Croydon, is, uh, he spoke to us. He said he'll be at the game next. Uh, he introduced us to a player he referred to, well, actually we referred to as the Croydon Messi. Yeah, uh, an Argentinian lad from the Argentinian third division who didn't play in the game we watched, sadly, because he was injured. Um, we saw him drinking tea with his girlfriend on the, in the club. I assume it was his girlfriend. Um, and I assume it was tea. <laughs> <laughs> but he will apparently be making an appearance at Herm Bay. So you can imagine how excited we are for that. Yeah, I'm getting a yeah, Argentinian Messi shirt, regardless of what his name is. Yeah. Let's hope he's not called Jack as well. No, Argentinian Messi? Argentinian Messi. <laughs> Croydon, Croydon Messi. Messi. <laughs> Christ. Uh, we have been doing this for hours now. My brain is fried. Yeah, you can tell it's, yeah, it's raining a bit. But we're really gassed to see him. Um, but that wasn't it. What we asked. There was also in the a clubhouse, something I was really massive fan of was a book exchange. Um, I just think that's such a lovely thing to have in a clubhouse. Um, again, I think that whole community feel to it. Um, and we just had a little wander around which I thought was good uh, but Alex you did notice something sort of peeking out of the bookcase which you couldn't help but uh, grab sure so we loved our experience at AFC Grand Athletic and we thought why not give some money back invest in the club and we bought something from the book exchange now that book was Made in Sheffield My Story by Neil Warnock are you always going to do that accent when you read it <laughs> I think hopefully we don't play away in Sheffield because I'm going to insult some people yeah definitely uh, yeah we, and we, we're going to read a bit of it on the podcast like, we've had a little few tasters um, okay, we've, I've mentioned Alan Partridge already this is a bit like Alan Partridge's autobiography it's, uh, he, he likes to mention name drop quite a lot and not always uh, kindly yeah. <laughs> what we found is uh, he generally hates on A, all other managers all other players and especially referees which might not surprise you when it comes to Neil Warnock yeah uh, I mean, I've opened it randomly in a page and it says, uh, I knew there would be a few of my old enemies out to get me. Gary Megson, probably Stan Tennant, Wally Downs, people who were happy because they thought I'd come, I'd got my comeuppance. It's just vintage Warnock, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, really? he's quite bitter. Um, I mean, we love Warnock on the uh, T-Boys One Cup podcast. Uh, he's, uh, he's always making uh, football a little bit more interesting. He's so. football gravy. Football gravy. He's a football bovel. <laughs> uh, we reach, so we thought maybe having a bit of a story time should we read a chapter aloud sure yeah the LMA do was at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Nottingham the sky were waiting for me asking questions which I evaded I was shown to my table the Portsmouth boss Harry Redknapp came up and said how much everybody felt for me over what happened 
Harry had reached a thousand games about the same time as me, but he had already been up for his award. Before I knew where I was, the Sky presenter, Claire Tomlinson, was asking me to come up to the stage to collect mine. There were a lot of things I wanted to say, but I tapered it down. I talked about how low I'd felt on Sunday, as low for a few moments as when my mother died when I was a lad. I talked about Sir Alex's team selection and Rafa Benitez's a week earlier when Fulham beat Liverpool. I talked about the chairman of the Premier League Commission said, I wished he'd been with our fans on Sunday night. The only good thing about the entire bloody weekend, I said, was seeing Graham Pohl retire. I just wish Rob Stiles had done the same thing 12 months earlier. It brought the house down. So bitter, isn't it? He's, the man is a shambles. <laughs> I mean, for the people who don't know what he's talking about, he's basically saying that he was relegated in part due to Ferguson and Benitez's team selection. Yeah, he goes on to say later in the story that uh, it's because the FA allowed Carlos Tevez to sign for West Ham. Yeah, it's just, I mean, at the end of the day, Ferguson and Benitez can play whatever team they want and you've got, you've got to win your games. This is the whole point of football, isn't it? In that short section alone, he blames at least four people. <laughs> yeah. just, and the irony is they lost on the last day of the season to go down. Like, if you just beat Wigan, you stay up. <laughs> yeah, he's quite uh, mysterious as well. He talks about evading questions and tapering down yeah. his, his answers. Like even though some he, kind of spy. Yeah, and tapering it down. He slags off Graham Pohl completely explicitly. I don't know what he would have done if he'd not tapered <laughs> yeah. it down. Called him a wanker or something. Because he, he pulls out Graham Pohl completely. God. Um, I think that's probably enough. Enough no one up for this week. For this week, yeah. We'll come back to it if people like it. I think um, it's the same thing we're going to carry on for yeah, throughout the podcast. Hopefully. Maybe story time, yeah. Almost as a uh, hark back to our first game. Exactly that. And uh, if Neil Waldron's listening... Uh, You're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't mean that at all. Um, it's completely out of love. I like Neil Warnock. He's yeah, nice it's good. Uh, we just think it's funny. But yeah. Uh, what do you think, Alex? Should we uh, call it a day? I think that that's going to be the end of episode one. Cool. I've had genuinely great fun doing it, Jack. Absolutely, I'm it's looking forward really, to Really, really good. I'm looking forward to Hearn Bay away. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and see the AFC Croydon win again. I'm looking forward to you smashing up the town. Yep, oh, yeah. Uh, I regret saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been cracking, and see you next week. See you next week.